0: Listener-supported.
1: WNYC Studios. It's Money Talking on WNYC. I'm Charlie Herman. The wait is over, and it is the talk of the towns. After a 14-month search, Amazon says it will have two new headquarters, one in Arlington, Virginia, and the other in New York City. And the company says it expects to create 25,000 jobs in each city. But it comes with a price tag. In New York, the company is in line to receive $1.7 billion from the state, in return for building a new complex in Long Island City, Queens. These incentives, along with a lack of transparency over the deal and how the state plans to streamline approvals for the project, has sparked a backlash from local officials and New Yorkers who are asking, is this deal worth the money? To help us answer this question are two reporters who've been paying close attention to the Amazon News, Derek Thompson of The Atlantic and Shira Oviday, a columnist with Bloomberg. And Shira, were you surprised at the winners?
2: I wasn't surprised, and I think that's been responsible for some of the cynicism here, right? That after this year-plus long search, Amazon settled on maybe two of the most obvious choices all along, which is the New York and Washington areas. And one
1: thing that we're seeing right now is tech companies are really – under the microscope for their behaviors. We just had this recent report in the New York Times about Facebook and its behavior. Twitter, of course, is coming under a lot of criticism for, you know, the comments that it's allowing there. And now you have Amazon coming into the middle of this. How do the subsidies that Amazon got fit into this way that we're looking at tech companies now?
2: It's a little unseemly, right? The optics are one of the most valuable companies in the world led by the world's richest man, Jeff Bezos, is getting tax breaks and other goodies from New York State and city. So it does have this little bit of a of an ick factor, right that does a company the size and power of Amazon really need? to have handouts in order to set up shop in one of the wealthiest cities in the world.
1: Yeah, but, I mean, you could also argue it's a company, and they are a business, and they are trying to get the most of what they can out of anywhere they go, and, you know, it's capitalism.
2: It is capitalism. That's right. And, look, Amazon um, made the decision in the best interest of the company, and— look, it's going to do a lot of good in in Washington and New York in terms of hiring 50,000 or so well-paid people. And there's all kinds of economic development that goes with that. And look, now the onus is on Amazon to be a good corporate citizen and mitigate some of the downsides that we've seen of tech growth in places like Seattle and its hometown, where Amazon fairly or unfairly has been criticized for contributing to rising income inequality, to homelessness, to traffic grid lock. And there are lots of people in Seattle who say basically that Amazon has done more bad for that city than good.
1: Derek, obviously a lot of attention is being paid to these incentives provided to the company. Why don't they make sense? Every
0: year... American cities and states spend 70 to $90 billion to just drag jobs and offices across state lines. That's more than the federal government spends on education or infrastructure. And there's two reasons why this makes no sense. The first reason is what I just said. It's 70 to $90 billion not to create more jobs but just to drag jobs across state lines that already exist. Number two, a lot of times these subsidies are totally redundant. I mean, New York City is already the capital of retail, media, and advertising amazon is a retail media and advertising company it was probably going to expand its footprint in new york city whether or not we paid it 1.7 billion dollars so for those reasons i think corporate subsidies have come under a really harsh light and i don't think it makes a lot of sense to pay amazon to do that which it was
1: going to do anyway so you wrote about this in the atlantic and you explored ways that we could basically end our addiction to these subsidies what are they
0: My thesis here is basically that companies aren't going to stop taking free money. They shouldn't. And cities and states aren't going to stop offering free money because they like getting handshakes after they bring a company like Amazon to that state. This is a problem that has to be solved at the federal level. And fortunately, inscribed right there in the Constitution is the fact that the federal government has the power to regulate interstate commerce. And what you have here with the corporate subsidy situation is interstate warfare. I think we should either pass a law at the national level saying you cannot bribe companies to do this in the First place, or we should tax corporate subsidies at something like 100% to discourage companies from taking them in the first place.
1: Yeah, but do you think that that is likely if mayors and governors who love to stand next to companies and say, look, I just brought in 25,000 jobs in New York City? they will fight back against any proposals that limit their ability to do that.
0: You're absolutely right. They will 100% fight back against this. It will not be popular for cities and states. At the same time, it might be popular among certain parts of the left and right. I mean, I saw Ocasio-Cortez come out against this. I saw National Review come out against this. You have the Democratic socialists don't like this, and you have the sort of classic capitalist conservatives who don't like this. So it's possible that we could form, you know, a rare bridge between left and right um, that sort of spans across the mayors and governors of this country, and we can finally end this corporate subsidy saga.
1: When Governor Cuomo and Mayor de Blasio made the announcement, they had with them a representative from Amazon, and during the Q&A with reporters, this is how they reacted to one critical question. New York press corps, nothing like it. Yeah. (laughs) You can either do this or you can go to the dentist. (laughs) With no anesthesia. what he meant to say was he's happy to see yeah. you're coming he here. Said, he was, it's a New Yorker's way of saying, welcome, we like we'll, you. We'll do a simultaneous yes, translation. Yes, 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 Shira, is there any chance that with Amazon now having plans to be based in New York City, where there are so many media outlets, that it could actually get more scrutiny than it's had in the past?
2: Absolutely. I love that clip because, look, New York is one of the meanest places in the world, and the press attention here is going to be a thousand times what Amazon experiences in its hometown. So every mistake is going to be magnified in New York compared to every place that Amazon operates. And I'm not sure Amazon's ready for that.
1: What do you think is next for Amazon in particular and this whole world of incentives in general
2: this won't be the last negotiation involving public subsidies for Amazon or any other company that Amazon given its size and sprawl it has a package sorting warehouse or a computer data center in just about every state in the Union and that's only going to expand and so now there's a Klieg light on the company in all of these negotiations which are often secret not disclosed to the public at least in real time and so now now Now, I wonder if there's going to be more scrutiny, again, by the public and those local officials who don't want to get taken for a ride the way that Northern Virginia and New York City perhaps did in HQ2.
0: My cynical guess is, frankly, that nothing's going to change. I think that a lot of people are just going to forget about this because the news cycle right now moves at the speed of light. I hope, though, that the next time that we have a state handing out a billion dollars to Boeing to target... That we remember, oh yeah, remember when we were so mad about that Amazon deal? We'll be even more up in arms now, more than we would have been had we not had this entire discussion.
1: Derek Thompson is a staff writer at The Atlantic, and Shira Oviday is a columnist for Bloomberg Opinion. Thank you both for joining.
0: Thank you. My pleasure.
1: And I'm Charlie Herman, and this is Money Talking from WNYC.